How's it going today, guys? Once again, back here, another episode, Hot Takes TP3. You already know what it is. It, today is June 13th, 2018. Uh, World Cup, first game starts tomorrow. We got Blake Roberts here in the studio. Say what's up to the people. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's up, Penland? Thanks for having me on. Hey, no problem, man. I'm ready to get some of these hot World Cup takes, and you know we're going to jump right into it for the World Cup. Obviously, all of America pissed off right now. T- USA is not in the World Cup. I mean, it sucks straight up. Um, what do you feel about it? The United States not making the World Cup this year was probably the worst thing that could have happened for the sport and soccer here in this country. We have a lot of guys that are coming up through the youth system right now, but the generational gap was just too much. Um, and it's just a real shame because right now there's a real following for uh, soccer in the United States, obviously with Atlanta United, but it's just a real shame. Uh, came out today that the 2026 World Cup uh, will be in um, North America, so that'll be cool because the United States, no matter what, will make it because they're the host country. Yeah. So um, I don't think it's the worst thi- thing that could have happened, but I think there still is a future for United States soccer. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you there. It's it sucks not having them in there. Like I I was over in Europe for the two thousand six World Cup and it kinda made me fall in love with the event. I think it's one of the most fun in sports and I mean it's always fun to have a dog in the fight. That year we got killed. We didn't even make it out of the group stages, but the last couple of years we've made kind of runs a little bit in the next rounds, losing to Ivory Coast and then Belgium in the last World Cup. So this team has definitely been good, but like you said, the generational gaps had too much of a difference. But now we got Christian Pulisic coming up, so I mean, that's nice. He's one of probably the best players we've ever had, so that's going to be nice to see. But it's definitely a good thing that we got the next World Cup, and I hope that this is the last time that we ever miss it. We've been through lots of different coaches, so it's kind of been what it is. But let's get down to it. So we're going to talk about the group stages here leading in. Blake, what's uh, Group A looking like? Uh, Group A is going to be a relatively easy group from what I've been looking at. Russia is always a very average team whenever it comes to the World Cup. Sometimes they have a couple players who can do something special. Saudi Arabia is just one of those teams out of the Middle East who really doesn't do anything when it comes to soccer. Um, but the big thing out of, the, of that area, though, is Egypt. Mo Salah, who is one of the best players this past season, uh, a lot of people are putting them on their short list for Ballon d'Or, which is player of the year. Uh, he's just coming off a shoulder injury, too, so everyone's kind of waiting to see how that's going to play out. Uh, he hasn't played since that happened in the Champions League against Real Madrid. And then Uruguay, which is actually the seventh-ranked team to win the World Cup, um, will probably be my favorite to win this group. You got Luis Suarez, who plays at Barcelona alongside Messi, and he tears it up all season. I expect him to probably be uh, Uruguay's leading scorer. Uh, Godin, also from Atletico Madrid, he'll be at the center of the defense. I think he's going to do uh, what he does always and just be a solid rock at the back. Um, so I'd pick probably... Egypt and Uruguay to come out of this group. Yeah, um, from a betting standpoint, Uruguay's sitting at um, they're sitting at even odds to win this group. Russia's at plus one twenty five, uh, plus five fifty for uh, Egypt and thirty three hundred for Saudi Arabia. So I mean, Uruguay's I agree, Uruguay best bet right here for sure. But let's go on now to Group B, where Spain sits at minus two hundred odds. Portugal sits at plus one eighty five. Morocco sits at a uh, plus one sixteen, and then Iran at plus uh, two or two hundred fifty thousand. So, uh, this is probably one of those groups that's going to be the easiest to pick. Morocco and Iran are both pretty weak when it comes and just to matching up everywhere on the field with this group. Spain uh, was the favorites at the beginning of the World Cup to. Uh, 
win the whole thing, but today uh, they actually fired their coach and they dropped down to number four favorite. I see them getting out of the group, probably not getting as long as they were uh, before with their coach because in their last 20 matches they hadn't lost a single game. Yeah, I don't think these odds are adjusted yet because that's a pretty good point about them losing the coach. It's huge. Uh, exactly. I just don't even understand how players can go into a tournament with just losing their coach right before. Um, then you have Portugal. The only thing you really need to say is Cristiano Ronaldo. If he does well, the team's going to do well. They just find a way to win. You guys saw that in the last Europa Cup, so... Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, in that Europa Cup, they only led against um, it was Wales when they beat them in the um, regu- that was the only team they led in regulation and won a game, which is crazy. That was in like the final four to go to the championship. So I mean, that's crazy to think about. They only led like that. They kind of got on a little lucky strain there. So I don't know if they can win the win it. But I mean, like you said, Spain lost their coach, so that does make it kind of weird. But I don't expect them to go very deep. Yeah, for sure. And then Cristiano Ronaldo will obviously try to keep pace with Messi because he's going to take this World Cup as a big part of who will win the Ballon d'Or this year. Um, and I think whoever, if Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, both in the primes of their career, if they win a World Cup this year, then that cements them as the best all time. Yeah, no no doubt. Uh, let's move on to Group C here. We got France at minus 350 odds, Denmark at plus 450, uh, Peru at plus 900, and plus eight Australia at plus 1800 so I mean what are you thinking here France obviously France I do have uh winning this group Antoine Griezmann is one of the best players in Europe uh one interesting story is to see if he's going to announce this World Cup of where he's going to be playing next year if he'll stay at Atletico Madrid or yeah, uh maybe move to Manchester United I know there's been some talks of that or uh even Barcelona um he will. He's another one of the people on the short list for Ballon d'Or, so I think he's going to be one of those people that's uh, going to be contending for that golden boot. And then you have Paul Pogba, who didn't have a great season at Manchester United, uh, was hurt a little bit, had an illness, uh, couldn't really keep his spot in the team for the whole season. Uh, he's been in pretty good form with his French team, so I think he's going to try and just keep that going with all the other younger talents out of France they probably have the most promising youth talent in the whole World Cup so they may not win this World Cup but I think maybe next next World Cup will be their year and then Hugo Lloris world-class goalkeeper I think he's gonna do his thing yeah Australia is terrible they're at the lower end of the favorites for it um Cahill is their only player of real relevance and he's way past his prime Denmark uh has Christian Eriksen who will do great in the middle of the park, always facilitate the offense, and then Christensen and Larson will lead the defense. So I think your pick out of there will be France and Denmark. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. I like France to come out of there a lot. I love all their young talent like you just touched on. Let's move on now to Group D. Into Group D, we got Argentina at, min- at minus uh, 180 odds, Croatia at plus 225 odds, uh, Nigeria at plus 1,000, and Iceland at... Uh, at plus 1,200 odds to win, so what are you thinking for this group? Uh, Argentina, I think, is definitely going to lead off this group. They have probably the best attacking in the World Cup. Paulo Dybala just came off another great season with Juventus. Messi is arguably, you know, you'll, some people say best in the world. I think he's probably the best in the world. Yeah. Uh, him or Cristiano Ronaldo. Then you have uh, Sergio Cunaguero just came off another great season with Pep Guardiola in Manchester City. They won the league. And then Higuain is always a good goal poacher to where he can score a lot of goals, can always come out and uh, make a difference in a match. 
They have uh, some better help in the defense than they've had this year, and then Manchester United's uh, goalkeeper, Sergio Romero, will be there. So I think they have a lot of uh, talent, a lot of experience, and I think this could be a World Cup where they go deeper than they have before. I remember last year uh, when Argentina lost, Messi thought about he was never going to come back and play international football again. So it's kind of interesting to see him come back and do this World Cup. Uh, Iceland will probably not win a single game in this group. Croatia, um, you know, Luka Modric is the leader of that team. And then you also have the older forward, uh, Mario Mandzukic, who will um, definitely chip in a couple goals here and there. Ivan Rakitic, too, will help in that midfield. One of the more uh, talented midfields in uh, the World Cup. Then Nigeria, they uh, just won the under-20 World Cup last World Cup. So I think uh, there's kind of the dark horse of this group. Uh, Victor Moses is the leader, the older guy who's been on this type of stage before, and I think he's going to help out all the younger guys. And I think uh, maybe they could win this group. So if you kind of wanted to make a hot take right here, then I would take uh, Argentina to win the group and then Nigeria to come in second and get out of the group and get out to the knockout stage. Yeah, no, like you said, Argent- or, uh, Nigeria's got a lot of young talent on their team and Croatia on top of that. They are kind of older on the older side, a lot of their good players. So definitely I could see Nigeria coming out of here. But let's move on now to Group E. And I got Brazil at minus 400 odds. They're actually the favorite to win this tournament. So, I mean, it's going to be heavy betting on them. Uh, Switzerland at plus 600. Serbia at plus 800. And Costa Rica at plus 1800. Um, before we go into the before we go into this real quick, I just want to say, I mean, Brazil has Neymar, who we all know is one of the best players in the world, and lots of good other players around him. So I mean, they're going to do really well in this. But Switzerland as well is kind of one of the teams I've been reading a lot about that's underrated and could fly under the radar. So maybe they could pull a little upset here, but I think it'll still be pretty tough too. Yeah, I agree with you. Brazil is uh, the favorite to win the World Cup this year. It'll just be interesting to see how they bounce back from that heartbreaking loss. Uh, last year to Germany when they got embarrassed in front of their home crowd. Uh, so now this is the one country I feel out of all of the countries, every single World Cup, that uh, are put up to so much pressure. They've won the most World Cups um, all time with five World Cups. Uh, I think Neymar this year, though, is going to play even better than he did his first World Cup. Uh, I think he shoulders that pressure really well. Switzerland, like you were talking about, uh, I always like that team. It's just like a whole bunch of uh, gritty role players all on one team together. So um, they could always squeeze out a point or um, a draw or maybe even a win late in the match. So I think that um, they definitely could make some noise. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you there. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in this group. I mean, I'm going to agree with you that Brazil's definitely coming out of this group as the winner. I just don't see any other way it happens. So look at Group F now. We got Germany sitting at minus 310 odds, uh, Mexico at plus 500, Sweden at plus 600, and South uh, South Korea at plus uh, 2,000. Uh, yeah, Germany, they're the defending champions. Manuel Neuer is just coming off a injury that's kept him out for most of the season. Uh, they didn't look too good in their warm-up matches, but I think as they get uh, more along in the tournament that they will um, get things going, but there's just too much quality for them to mm-hmm. not get out of this group. They're kind of short-handed uh, on their wingbacks. Nobody um, as pacey as this World Cup is with all of its fast players, like mm-hmm. from England and um, Spain and Portugal. They still have Mats Hummels and um, Boateng in the back, so I think that they're going to be okay down the middle of the defense. It's just if they can keep pace with everyone outside. 
this is probably the best midfield in the tournament. You know, you've got Marco Royce coming back. He can get to play in the last World Cup. Uh, Julian Draxler, Sammy Kadira, all of those guys. Not to mention Tony Cruz as well, who we all saw what he did for Real Madrid this year. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Muller is probably the one big talking point from Germany. If he scores six goals this tournament, then uh, he'll be tied for most goals all time in a World Cup. So we'll see if he can come out and win that. Yeah, I feel like if Germany goes deep in this tournament, that he's definitely going to be one of the players carrying him. So I definitely think it's a real possibility for him. It'd be crazy to see it happen. Also, uh, I think that Germany has probably the most one of the most stacked rosters alongside Brazil. I mean, we see what they do in every big tournament. They kind of lost a. Uh, France 2-0 last year in the uh, Euro Cup uh, semifinals, so I definitely think that there's some anger behind them, and they're kind of come out firing strong, so I think them and Spain and also Brazil all have a pretty good shot along with France, but we'll get into that here in a little bit, but they're definitely one of the favorites, no doubt about it. And then uh, you got Mexico, too, who's in this group. Um, a lot of people have ranked them at around 14-15 in the World Cup as far as their chances to win it. Um, you got Hector Moreno, Jonathan, and Giovanni Dos Santos, who have all had a lot of experience with the World Cup and big tournaments for Mexico. Uh, not to mention Chicharito is healthy. came off a pretty uh, good season again. Uh, you know, he's already, I believe, either a leading scorer or second leading scorer for Mexico and only like 100 caps. So I expect him to do more big things here in this tournament, especially with a group like this where you have Sweden, uh, who doesn't really have anyone that strong. Obviously, Zlatan isn't going to be playing this year for him. And then you have Career Republic, which is probably going to be uh, the last place team. I don't see them really getting any points in this group. Uh, Mexico could really run up the score on uh, that game as well. Yeah, no doubt there. Let's move on now to Group G. Um, group G, you got Belgium at minus 125 odds, England at plus 120, Tunisia at plus uh, 1,600, and Panama at plus 2,500. I mean, what are you thinking in this group? Uh, this is one of my favorite groups to watch. Uh, I really enjoy watching England. There's a lot of young talent that's coming on that team. Rashford, baby. Yeah, Marcus Rashford. He's gonna. I think he's gonna show up. He's showed up in big moments for Manchester United. Uh, already scored a couple goals for the Three Lions. Uh, Jesse Lingard as well. He's always a fun player to watch. Uh, regardless, whenever he scores a goal, it's always interesting to see what his new celebration is gonna be. Uh, Harry Kane came off another big season. He just is a goal machine. I think yeah. he'll score a lot of goals this tournament, especially. Uh, in this group with Panama and Tunisia also on the lower end of favorites to um, be ranked in this World Cup. Belgium, it's the golden era of Belgian soccer. Roman Lukaku has scored 19 goals in his last 17 games. Um, they have slow, but they're very strong, big center backs, which are very strong in the air. They could win corner pieces and other set pieces, and I think that could be big for any team. Um, they kind of have a hole in their uh, left back spot, so we'll see who steps in there. But then you have Kevin De Bruyne as well, who is just unreal had an absolute uh, amazing season at Manchester City yeah no I think it's definitely a fun group I think Belgium will come out of there as well I think Lukaku and uh, Hazard coming off a not as great of a season he's like to have at Chelsea so definitely wants to come out and prove something here I definitely know Chelsea's had their struggles all season long so he kind of takes a toll on him being the star player so I think he's going to ball out as well but let's look at group H now we got Colombia at plus 120 Poland at plus 175, uh, Senegal at plus 500, and Japan at plus 700. First thing I want to point out is it's kind of weird that there's no team in here that's technically favored because every single team is a positive spread. So, I mean, this is, like, going to be the wildest group. I personally think Colombia is going to come out of here. I think this group is up for grabs. Uh, I do see Colombia being the one that does come out. James Rodriguez is one of the best players in the world. 
Uh, didn't really get that much time to shine at Real Madrid this year, but he always does great when he's playing for Colombia. Everyone saw what he did last World Cup too. Probably scored uh, one of the best goals that I've ever seen um, in a World Cup before. Juan Cuadrado just came off another solid season at uh, Juventus, and then it'll be interesting to see how Falcao plays. He had an all-right season in Atletico this year, um, but I think it's going to be interesting to see how he does uh, in the World Cup. He usually does all right with Colombia. Uh, I Honestly, my other pick coming out of this group is Senegal. Sadio Mane uh, had that insane season with Liverpool this year. Uh, I think he's kind of hungry to win something too and make some noise after how they went out uh, to Real Madrid. Uh, and it'll also be kind of interesting to see maybe if it comes out, if he's going to be playing for Liverpool next year. Uh, the one player that I think would be interesting to watch if you do watch a Japan game is Shinji Kagawa. Uh, he plays for Borussia Dortmund, but he's always uh, a great midfield player to watch the way he passes the ball and uh, can help this team. But I just don't see them having enough talent to get past Senegal, Colombia, or Poland. But my picks are Colombia and Senegal. Yeah, no, I like that too. Senegal is definitely going to be a good team to watch this World Cup. So now that we're done with that, let's pick our favorites here to win all the trophies. First, let's start with the Golden Ball. I mean, you said it earlier, Neymar is one of the best players in the world, and you expect him to play better this World Cup. I had to go with Neymar to win this award. I just feel like, like you said, that he's got a chip on his shoulder after getting hurt, and they went down so embarrassingly. So I definitely think Brazil's going to get pretty far in this tournament, and I think they're going to do a lot of good stuff. And I think in order to do that, Neymar has to play like that. I think uh, my pick would have to be Neymar as well. Uh, the way that he played last World Cup when he was so young and then had four more years just to get even better. Uh, I think this is where Neymar kind of catapults himself and lets everyone uh, everyone know that he is the third guy after Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, um, that he's the third best player in the world, or just in that top three conversation. Um, he definitely wants to uh, outshine Mo Salah, I think, this uh, tournament as well. And then the way Brazil's uh, set up in their group and their side of the bracket, I think that they have a real chance to go farther. And obviously, more games means more chances to score goals. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you on that. I think Brazil's definitely going to go far. And like you said, more games, more goals. So moving on from that, another player for Golden Boot, which is with the will hit on next, I think he'll have more games, more goals working in his favor as well as Anton Griezmann. I just think that... He's going to have another good World Cup. We saw what he could do in the Euro Cup when he had, I believe it was six goals in that tournament. So, I mean, he definitely showed out. He's the big reason why they went as deep as they did, and I was really hoping he could find the back of the net in that championship game, but he never could. Antoine Griezmann is going to, I think, have another great World Cup too, another great international tournament. Uh, he's just one of those world-cast players that always shows up. And then uh, I think his style of play works well with his team that's around him as well. Um, they're all young. They're all pacey. They just want to have fun out there and you can tell a lot of the times that that's what they're doing just having fun so uh i think he's gonna score a lot of goals and have a good time and do a couple Fortnite celebrations too <laughs> yeah he loves the Fortnite celebration so is, is that who you're picking for the golden boot uh, i'm picking neymar neymar okay neymar staying true yeah. i like it i like it i'm sticking with it yeah like you said more games more goals um let's move on now to the best young player i mean who you got for this one uh my best young player for this tournament is probably gonna have to be um, Kylian Mbappe, I think that he's going to have a really uh, really great tournament. Uh, he <clears throat> came off an injury scare earlier uh, this week. They thought that he had uh, hurt his ankle, but it uh, looks like he's going to be okay. I think that, like I said, his whole um, style of play, just being ridiculously fast and being able to score goals, that's what France is going to be about. Um, you know, 
when you do play the international, I believe that the field's a little bit longer, so that kind of helps them out. And I think that um, Kylian Mbappe is going to do a lot of great things for his team. The other player that I think could do it as well is uh, Marcus Rashford because um, this is going to be his first big uh, international tournament. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he can play on a stage like that because um, I don't, he's played on big stages with Manchester United, but um, the World Cup is the biggest stage. Yeah, no doubt. I as well like both these guys, but I'm actually going to give the nod a little bit here to Rashford. I just think that Rashford, I mean, he did come on a little bit at the end of the Euro Cup. I remember right before England went down to Iceland, they put him out there to try to do something, and he almost made a couple things happen for him. But I really think this is his time to step up and be that young player. And I think England's a team who could make a little run in this World Cup. I mean, they always seem to have some magic dialed up, and they went out early the year in the World Cup before. So I think they're going to kind of want some revenge, and I think Rashford and these other young players around him are going to do well. But also with Mbappe, too, he's a really good passer. And with a guy like Griezmann, I mean, with their speed combined, passing the ball back and forth between them two, they're going to wreak havoc, I think, on defenses. So both teams will be pretty fun to watch. Um, let's move on here to the Golden Glove. I have David De Gea for this. I mean, he's just coming off another great season like he always has. I mean, he's a big reason why Manchester United wins so many games. I mean, he's Absolutely. yeah, he, that's, he's just one, one of the best goalies out there. And I think Spain, like you said, will probably go deep in this tournament as well. And I think he's going to have a lot of saves, and he'll do a lot of big things to help them win some close games in this tournament and could even take them to win the Cup. You never know. Yeah, I think uh, the big favorites to win the Golden Glove this year is actually going to be a pretty tight race. Um, you know, you got Manuel Neuer, who's probably one of the best goalkeepers that Germany's ever had. Um, Hugo Lloris, Courtois, um, as well as you're going to have, to, like you said, David De Gea. So, um, David De Gea is always my favorite keeper to watch because of all of his acrobatic uh, jumping around and um, spider monkey catch saves. I don't know what the heck you call them, but they're just awesome to watch. His scissor kick saves. Um, but I think uh, my pick, just because of how uh, the defense in front of him, is uh, going to be Emmanuel Neuer. Uh, he's coming off healthy. He's had the whole season to rest. Uh, these other guys, they have had a little bit of holiday, but mm-hmm. uh, I think with... Uh, Manuel Neuer not playing the whole season. I think that he's going to be fresh and he's going to be able to give his team that extra boost to motivate them. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. It's just to me a little bit of a question mark with him coming back from that injury. But with if Bayern had had him back there, they probably could have won the Champions League. So it's definitely a little something to think about there. But let's look, go now. Who's going to raise the cup? I'm picking France. I just think like we've been touching on their young talent with Mbappe, Mbappe and uh, Griezmann is just going to be too much for teams to handle. I also think if Pogba can kind of dial in and play the way he's, he, we know he can and his potential and stuff, I really think this team's going to be tough to beat. I mean, they got Matuidi, lots of other guys on this team. that This team's experience, you know, I think it's their time. Yeah, for me, I think I'm going to have to uh, go with the champions last time and go with Germany. Uh, just looking at the team and how, how much experience they have, uh, their coach is just, you know, everywhere on that uh, team is experienced. They're deep everywhere on the field. Um, they're big, strong, while also having pace off the wings. Uh, like I said, Thomas Muller is only six goals away from being the all-time leading goal scorer for the World Cup. Uh, I think that there's just too much experience. Um, and like you said, when they lost in the Europa, I think that they're going to learn from that. And they're just going to be even better this year. They're the most set-up team to win against uh this type of football that everybody plays. Yeah, no, I definitely can't count out Germany. They're definitely going to have a good shot at it. But, Blake, I appreciate having you on. Thanks, Benlin. I appreciate coming on.
Hey, no problem, man. We'll definitely have you back on again to come talk some more soccer as everything progresses and keep on moving on. So be looking out for that, guys. But this concludes the uh, World Cup preview podcast.